Christian Parenting. Aloha, friends. Welcome to the Monica Swanson Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, wife to Dr. Dave, podcast host and author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Here on the podcast, it is my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising amazing kids and building strong families. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you'll be encouraged. Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50 and use code Swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor Meals. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad to get to hang out with you today and hello, welcome to December. This is the first episode of December and we all know this is when time starts to fly, right? And so I do not take for granted that you are choosing to hang out with me. Thank you so much, whether you are driving around, running errands, uh, maybe exercising, doing stuff around the house, preparing for the holidays. I love thinking that we are kind of doing it together. We're all in this together and the month of December can be crazy, but I really believe that this episode is going to be so helpful. You will be glad you invested some time into listening. I have my good friend, Jessica Smart with me. Jessica is the author of the book, Memory Making Mom, and we're going to be talking about that actually, this is a replay. We shared this episode two years ago, but I got a great response. And I think it is so packed with practical ideas. Um, She has book suggestions. She has ideas for things you can do with your family. I just think this is such a practical one that you're going to be glad, even if you caught it two years ago, I think you'll be reminded of some helpful perspectives and ideas. I know I was as I re-listened recently. Um, Now, when I recorded this, Jessica and I were online friends. I loved her writing. She's super funny and just, again, practical, just my style. Um, But since we recorded, I did get to spend some time with her in person, and we have grown to be really good friends. And so this is just a really special episode to me. Also, since we recorded, her next book came out, and it is called Let Them Be Kids, Adventure, Boredom, Innocence, and Other Gifts Children Need. So I'll be linking to both of those books over 
in the show notes. And I'll also be linking to all of the suggestions she has. She's got some great book suggestions. In fact, when you listen, you'll hear that I hadn't read everything she suggested, but since then I did and they are good. So follow her advice and I think you'll be glad. Okay. Now, before we dive into this conversation, just want to thank you again for sharing this podcast with your friends. Uh, you can always take a screenshot of this episode and just share it right there to your stories on social media. I love it when you do that. And if you do, tag me on Instagram. I'm at Monica Swanson underscore. And I try to reshare those and let you know I appreciate it. Also, lastly, if you haven't left a rating or review for this podcast yet, it would mean the world to me. Call it an early Christmas gift. All you do is go to wherever you listen to the podcast and you'll scroll down on your phone you're going to see five stars. You can just tap on those, but even better if you leave a few words about what you love about this podcast. I appreciate that so much. Okay. Now, fun fact, as this comes out, as long as everything goes according to plan, I should be in Colorado Springs uh, doing an interview with Focus on the Family uh, related to my book, Raising Amazing. And this has been a big goal of mine, something I've always dreamt of getting to go to Focus on the Family. That will not air until next spring, but just so much fun. And so if you're not following me on Instagram, I'm sure I'm sharing some of the fun adventures over there. And um, again, Monica Swanson underscore is my Instagram handle. And so just had to share that little fun fact with you. Uh, Then I'll be back in Hawaii for the rest of the holiday season. And we've got a few more great episodes. So please keep coming back throughout the month of December. And then of course, the new year is going to be packed here on the podcast. So please continue to tell your friends about this podcast. And you know, we all need each other and we need the encouragement and I'm trying to bring you great interviews and great topics. So thanks again for being here. And now without further ado, Let's talk to Jessica Smart about making memories this holiday season. I hope you're encouraged. Well, aloha, Jessica, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Monica. It's just such a blessing to be here. I've admired you and your work for, honestly, years. So I feel just honored to be um, on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I've been looking forward to this episode. Just um, so excited about what we get to talk about today. I just love the holidays. And so getting to chat about this particular topic gets me really excited. So thanks for taking time to be with us. And um, last spring, I believe it was, I shared... Jessica's book, Memory Making Mom, on my podcast. I mean, sorry, I didn't have a podcast yet back then on my blog. (laughs) And I have been such a fan of this book. We will be touching on the book today, but Memory Making Mom is such a fantastic book. And one of my favorite things about it is that it's so practical. It gives you so many um, tools and tips, things that you can apply to your family right away. And so I'm a big fan of this book and um, now how it applies to the holidays. I just cannot wait to have this conversation, Jessica. Well, thank you. Yes, um, it's definitely very timely. I feel like every part of the year, there's something that reminds me of, oh, there was that chapter. So I tried to kind of lay it out like that. But certainly holidays is just one of the things that we think of the most. And um, I think one thing I tried to bring up in the book that that you probably noticed is just that like the whole thing is way more meaningful to our kids than I think we even realize. We think some of these things are just extras and, you know, we kind of go through the motions, but so many of the memories that you take from childhood help to form you in who you are. And 
kids remember the silliest things, especially because I have a son in college now and now he can recall his best memories growing up. Absolutely. What you said is true that he talks about his memories, the things that I didn't think he was noticing as a young child. And he did. So I think you're absolutely right. Yes. And so many opportunities in the holidays to do it, which is like exciting, but also super stressful (laughs) because we have so much on our list. (laughs) Definitely can be, but it's all about perspective. And I love that. Well, before we dive in, I have a few questions for you because I want you to highlight a few of my favorite parts of your book here as it relates to the holidays. But before we dive in, would you introduce yourself to all the listeners who might not know about you, where you live and your family and your work? Yes, thank you. So Jessica Smart and um, my husband and I live with our three kids in, I always say beautiful North Carolina. And as I say this, it's like the most ugly day we've had all year, (laughs) (laughs) spinning down like sleetish in November. But um, yes, North North Carolina and I homeschool our kids. I have two boys, eight or 10 and eight. And then um, my daughter is five. And uh, my husband and I met in college at um, Grove City College in Pennsylvania. And um, yeah, I guess I started the blog shortly after my first son, like actually literally when he was born in the hospital room. <laughs> I oh had all goodness. these words in my head and um, just, you know, so many emotions and I've yeah. always kind of enjoyed writing. So it was probably the week after I came home, my sister said, you need to start a blog. And I'm like, what's a blog? (laughs) So it's been around for 10 years. And then, um, yes, just release memory making mom. You can find that on Amazon and target and everywhere that books are sold. And then I'm working on book two, which I am super excited to introduce. Um, if you hop over to Instagram at Jessica smart, I'll be sharing that in the coming months. So Yeah, I think I touched on everything. (laughs) Yes. And what I love is the things you write about are some of my favorite things, like both of your books, because I might know I had a sneak peek at your next book, too. So (laughs) I'm so excited about it. But both of your books, I'm like, those those are topics I would love to write about. So I'm so glad you did. And you did a much better job than I would have. So I I, and I meant to say this in the introduction. Um, I'm so grateful for boy mom. And I, I just think you need to hear that you did a phenomenal mm-hmm. job. As I told you, I didn't read all of it. Cause I don't, I don't know if you were the same, but I don't like to read books that are a similar genre while I'm writing. Cause it'll oh, yeah. get in my head with the pattern. totally. Yeah. So anyway, but the parts that I've read so spot on, I mean, I am like just thrilled that this book is out there. I hope it's selling like wildfire. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love that you say the things you say and you can say things, um, maybe that I couldn't because you're just so like hip and cool and beautiful and live Hawaii. (laughs) No, stop. That's crazy. Well, (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. And I love that you just confess something I've never said out loud. And yeah, when I'm working on a book and I try to read anything similar to my, that genre, I is so stresses me out. So no pressure. I totally get that. Okay. Well, I love it. Well, like you mentioned, Memory Making Mom is not a book about Christmas in particular, though there is um, plenty in there, even a full chapter dedicated to that, right? Is it one full chapter? There's Uh, one about the holidays, but the bulk of it is Christmas slash Easter. So there's plenty in there, you know, and I try to be not cliche because there, you know, there there already are a lot of traditions, but um, hopefully throughout some good ones that people haven't heard of. (laughs) Totally. No, I was so inspired by the whole book. And I I agree with you. I think that adding traditions and focusing on making memories throughout the year just makes 
life so much more interesting and so much more fun because let's face it, there's a lot of just mundane days as moms. And I think when we're looking for opportunities to create memories, it just makes our job so much more fun. But today I am excited about Christmas. So I want to talk about this. And I'm wondering if to kick us off, you can share with us just kind of, especially for the moms of of young kids out there, give us maybe a little memory making 101 for the holidays. What are some suggestions you have for the mom who's overwhelmed, who doesn't want to add more stuff to her list, but wants to really create some special memories throughout the holidays? Can you just speak to that? Yes. And I think I learned early on that um, the first thing I want to say is like, let's all just take a collective deep breath, you know, because mm. I have so many ideas. My kids are 10, 8, and 5. And this is the stage where like, there's no babysitter with them right this minute. And I'm talking to you and no one's probably going to die. Like we've yes. made it we, we a very different stage <laughs> than some of your listeners where, yes. you know, it's just exhausting. And when I was, when my kids were little, I always just want to say, I was not doing all of this stuff in the book. I will, Hey, I still don't do all of the stuff in the book, right. but you know, when my kids were little, it was, it was minimal. Um, I was also a little bit behind and I wish I had a book like that, honestly. Um, but just because I was so tired and overwhelmed and busy, we didn't do a lot of this stuff. So first step is just, if you have little kids or just, if you're in just a rough season, please don't be overwhelmed, but just, um, I'm praying that you can hear a couple simple things to put in place and also some things to take off your plate, because that honestly is, is you said 101. Like, I think that's step one is to think about what you can remove from your life. Oh, I love that during this season to focus on Jesus. And so practical, you said practical, um, you know, our school schedule, we homeschool, but like, we're going to do the bare minimum in December. And I think they're Mm going to be all right. I think they'll live because we are going to pick up the pace the rest of the year. But, um, in December, we're going to take it easy and we'll step back on a lot of, uh, there's so much you can do, but we are going to say no to stuff, you know, different events and this party and blah, blah, blah. You can't do everything. Or if you did, you know, you'd be stressed and not experiencing a grace filled holiday. So yeah. So let, let things go. Um, this is another tip that my neighbor across the street one year said, yeah, you know, it was like November 3rd or something. And she's like, I'm almost done my Christmas shopping. I wanted a slapper. I was like, oh my what? Like, never. I've never she's done but she said, you know, I love it. I do all my shopping in November. There's crowds are limited. I can take my time. And then in December we focus on Jesus. And right then I was like, that is brilliant. And, um, the next year it was probably early December. And I thought I'm stressed about the present thing. I spent probably 24 hours really now I can be intense when I focus on something, you know, it was like maybe a little overboard, but I pretty much got the shopping done in about 24 hours. Thank Mm -hmm. the Lord for Amazon and other things like that. And then we were able to let that go and just, you know, not worry about it. And so that, I think even if it is mid December and you're listening, like, just like a bandaid, get it over with, sit down. I found (laughs) that my presence weren't any less thoughtful, honestly, I was kind of just delaying the inevitable. So that's one big thing. I do actually do my shopping in November. I'm I mean, oh. I don't want to annoy anyone, but I, I really am almost done. And it's like November, mid-November. Oh There's always goodness. annoying stuff, you know, that you forget. But, um, but yeah, that, that helps. Then you're not oh. running around. You need to be standing I love in that. Target, you know. On okay, next year. I'm making a note next year. You don't need to do next year. You could do it over the next, well, I don't know what your life looks like. But, <laughs> right. You know, anyway. 
So, yeah. So, yeah. So let, let some things go. And even things that you may have always thought you had to do for Christmas, quote unquote, you know, maybe to, to let that go. I remember the year that I was just pretty much a demon to my kids trying to make the Christmas card. I probably just Uh should have not because I had a baby that I was nursing and was really fussy. I probably should have just you know, Merry Christmas from the smarts. Everybody is going to be okay. Yep. They don't need the card. <laughs> totally. I did that last year. I just skipped yes. the cards and I don't think I lost any friends. <laughs> I don't think you did. Yeah. So, um, so yes, but then, you know, okay. So what do you add? Um, I guess I would kind of break it down into to two things. I would say the Christmas bucket list, which I think you mentioned is, yes really phenomenal way to be intentional. So you sit down with the kids and you just, um, and I have a lot of suggestions in my book. I also realized that I had totally forgotten. I wrote a blog post last year on our advent bucket list. So That's I'll right. you that. I saw that. First we will ideas. link to that in our show notes. So, and there's, I mean, goodness, Pinterest galore. You can find so many. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just simply start out by, I just get a regular piece of paper and pen, you know, and just December and write, you know, one through 25 and then fill in the gaps with like certain activities we already know we have, you know, with a party or a concert or whatever it is. And then, um, kind of just fill in and you certainly don't have to have one every, every day. Um, but you know, let's say you have one a week, that's something that's important to you that you want to do. And again, if you don't do it totally, okay. You, you know, still celebrate Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. The world's not going to end, but at least you've kind of thought ahead of time. What can I, I love you know, that. And let me ask now, you said you gather the kids. So are you like letting each kid make their suggestions? How are you doing that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a, a free for all fraud, but you could <laughs> say like everybody picks some, but I just kind of remind them, here are some things we did. And then sure. I might say, you know, remember this, or, um, our friends did this or we, you know, uh-huh. whatever. Just kind yeah, of what are some of your favorite things even like, what do you yes. love to do? So, yeah. um, we always do a, um, and I talk about this in the book. I copied this from our friends. This it's called a St. Nicholas day candy caning. This is so phenomenal for boys, Monica. Okay. Um, she has all boys who, I don't know if she thought of it actually, but, um, so, uh, let's see epiphany or St. Nicholas day is, um, December 6th, I believe. Okay. Somebody here is proving me wrong or nodding. I don't know. <laughs> I should really know that memory making. That's right. We'll look it up. So St. Nicholas, obviously very generous. Um, so on that day or around it, um, you're going to like sneak surprise someone for Christmas. And yeah. um, you, well, they call it a candy caning because we, you know, you can go to the dollar store or whatever and get like little you know, real candy canes, like the regular size candy canes, get a couple packs of those. So in the dark, we, well, we thought of a family who had kind of had a rough, um, rough year and, uh, the dad had undergone cancer treatments that year. So as a surprise, we snuck over to their house in the dark, which is just beyond thrilling for little kids. Yes, (laughs) totally. So we sneak around, you know, putting candy canes in their yard. And then we had gotten them a gift certificate for like, it was just like, you know, a restaurant gift certificate. Yeah. And um, then you, you know, ring the doorbell, dash out of sight. They open up the door. You know, we're like jumping in the minivan, running away like the getaway car. They were just like, it was such a like Navy SEAL rush. And and what you're doing, and you can probably talk to this, is you're giving them that thrill in a healthy way. Like you're showing them adventure 
in a positive way. So that's why, like, I'm really trying to think of how you could reproduce similar ideas, and we can brainstorm about that maybe, like, during the rest of the year, because I think it's just so fantastic, you know? Yes, it's like just those spontaneous acts of kindness, but when you then turn it into kind of a little planned drill with the kids... Mm -hmm. That is so much fun. So they were that. like, we please do this tomorrow. We were like, well, that was kind of a lot of money, you know, <laughs> but I guess you could do it over you and could, over. And so you we can will... make it simple, I'm sure. And, and hit up a couple, exactly. couple homes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we wrote him a little poem, even if you just did, you know, the candy canes and a poem and, you know, a little Starbucks. I mean, you know, just to let them know that you were thinking about them. My friend reached out and said that they had all had the stomach bug that week. The dad was out of town. She said, you literally made our weekend. Like the kids were just beyond themselves trying to figure out because we had left them kind of like clues in the poem. Oh. And I say it was like just a bunch of words pretty much. <laughs> I love that. So, Wait, so yeah. tell me what you do with the candy canes. I'm not picturing this. Just How, what, like jab them in the yard miscellaneously. <laughs> literally just like, like toilet papering, but with candy canes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. That is so cool. We are doing yeah. that this year. I can't it's wait. Good. Yeah. So that's the highlight. Um, and do you do it on December 6th? Yeah, but I mean, you could do it whenever. That's just right. kind of, but I think me. that's so fun to like yeah. make that itself a tradition. Love exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Hey guys, if you have followed me for long, you know that one of my very favorite things is to find the very best resources and pass them along. If you've read my books or taken my character training course, you know that I love to do the work, to do the research, find the best stuff, and then share it. And when my book, Becoming Homeschoolers, comes out in May, you're going to find all my favorite homeschool curriculums as well as other resources and websites, and that book is packed with helpful resources. Well, one of those homeschool curriculums that I do love to talk about is the science and math curriculum that all of my older boys use through middle school and high school. And you can find the science and math curriculum at diveintomath.com. Now, the math program is called Shoreman Math, and it's based on kind of the Saxon approach to math, which I personally love. Um, but there's also some great science classes. These are self-paced courses using e-learning with auto grading, grade recording, video solutions, and Q&A support with Dr. Shorman, the instructor. So you're going to hear me talk more about this curriculum that I love so much in the months to come, but definitely go over to diveintomath.com. Check out this science and math curriculum if you happen to be homeschooling or you're considering it. This might be a great option for you to check out. You'll find links over in the show notes, but again, diveintomath.com. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this conversation. And as we come here to the end of the year, I want to pause real quick to make sure that you know that this podcast is a part of a big network of podcasts all run by Christian Parenting Podcast Network, which over the past couple of years has grown so much. They are reaching hundreds of thousands of families all over the world with a total of 37 different podcasts. Christian Parenting's mission is to help parents all around the world grow into the perfectly imperfect parents God created them to be so that they can confidently raise the next generation of culture-changing Christians. You know that's what I'm all about. Christian Parenting provides digital and printed resources and encouragement that is rooted in biblical truth. But you probably also know that 
that creating resources and running podcasts is not free. Just like everything else in this world, these things take a lot of time and financial commitments. As a donor-based ministry, Christian Parenting relies on generous donors like you to continue to make podcasts like this happen. So if you love this podcast, and I hope you do, would you consider giving a year-end gift to Christian Parenting? That is one way you could support this podcast and all the other podcasts in the network. Every gift matters and every gift makes a difference. So you can easily give a year-end gift over at cpgive.org. Again, it's letter CP as in Christian Parenting, give.org. And that is one way you can support this podcast and help reach more families in the year ahead. So I like the idea of doing something every day in Advent or at least Monday through Friday. And, you know, there's the whole, there's so many, there's the elf on the shelf. And then there's like the Christmas version, the, the star from afar, which we've done. And it's kind of cute. Yep. I don't know if we have that too. That. Yes. Yeah. I'll so, link to that. And I think, you know, those things are important. Like to us, they're maybe a little bit of old news, but to little ones, like that's the whole thing that's so thrilling. I have all these memories of like getting the stockings out and like holding my stocking and stuffing things in it. And like, I mean, how lame is that? But no. it was like part yeah. of the whole magic. So definitely. Um, so and, and then, then re- oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it, you like wrap your Chris, the Christmas storybooks, right? Is that part of it? Remind yes. me how that works. So that's another twist. Um, you can just gather all of the Christmas books, you Christmas slash winter books you have. And if you don't have uh-huh. any, you can even get some from the library to wrap up. So it is a little <laughs> annoying to wrap them, but, you know, put on some music. Kids whatever. love it. Exactly. So we wrap like we end up with, you know, we don't really do Saturday, Sunday. So you really only need like 20 and you wrap them. And then every day we take turns unwrapping a favorite book and reading it that day. So again, just a little thing. Um, and I did want to mention um, a couple books that we really, really love. Oh, good. And shoot, I forgot to write one down, but are you familiar with the story? I think it's Jotham's Journey. Are you familiar with that? You know, there's what? an Advent one, one and a Christmas one, and I will okay. send it to you, but um, it is geared towards older children. There's a little bit of suspense. Um, it's a historical fiction set in the times of Jesus being born. I'm pretty sure it's Jotham, Jotham's journey. And if that's okay. not it, then that's the Easter one and it'll pop up on Amazon. But I'll send okay. it to Jillian. Fantastic yes. books. Fantastic. Ooh, so good. it has questions and even a little devotional at the end of each day okay. um, that I felt was really well done. Um, and the chapters are fairly long. So it's kind of a commitment. But again, we go back to the beginning. Like we're saying this matters. This yes. means something. So we're going to carve away some of the other crap that we uh-huh. normally fill our lives with and say, reading this book together matters and we're making it happen. And if yes. you forget a day, I mean, we definitely for sure finished it last year in January. That's okay. Jesus is still alive. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, I love that. Grace. So Grace. Joth- yes. <laughs> Jotham's Journey. And then the other one that we love is One Wintery Night. Have you read that by Ruth Graham? I have not. I'm learning so new things here good. on Wintry Night. Yes, yeah, so good. Um, it's a beautiful picture book. The pictures are just breathtaking. And um, it's long also. Like, you probably would not read it in one night. But you could start reading it December, you know, I don't know, 17th-ish, you know, and read it up until. Mm. And um, so well done by Ruth Graham. So you Love can it. put those links those are some Definitely. of our favorites, but then we just do the little easy ones. You know, there's another one that I'll send you a link to for little kids. Right. Um, yeah. We have a lot of little kids like books, um, that, you know, we just pull out every year, but to wrap them just adds that little element of excitement that yes. kids would love. Yeah. 
Totally. So those are some good ideas. Um, I mean, one more that we always do is have a candlelit Christmas dinner, like the week of Christmas and try mm-hmm. to invite somebody that maybe might be lonely or like uh-huh. just, you know, and just the whole candles thing. I'll make something like better than normal a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of one. So, well, I love that because what what we're talking about here is it, it may sound like, oh, these are more things to do, but when you narrow your focus on like what really matters, like that family, that really matters so much more than fitting in one more party or one more night of baking. If you don't love to bake, like there's things we do, I think, because we feel like we have to, that we could get rid of, but then add something that's got so much more meaning and value. Yes, and I well, think, well said. And, and what you say in your book that I think is so key and something I have confessed before that I'm not great at, a lot of this is about thinking ahead and just having that intentional mm-hmm. planning that I get caught off guard a lot. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I think of that? But if you can take mm-hmm. a few minutes to sit down and say, what do I want my holidays to look like and where, mm-hmm. you know, make this plan, make the schedule, make the bucket list and then fit everything in. I think that's so helpful. Yes. And I just also think that it's important that you realize you're not behind no matter if you're listening to this episode and it's, you know, the week before or whatever, um, it's never too late. It's never too late to take a breath and say, okay, what, what's important? What do I want to not do? What I want to do? And, you know, again, like maybe you're listening and you have older children and you think, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish it's still never too late. Like I'm 30, how old am I? 38. (laughs) (laughs) And we have the best time at my parents' house. And we have traditions, you know, that we've implemented even since we've all been grownups. Uh-huh. So my parents, it's not too late for them. Right. 60 something, you I know, so it. yeah, yes. don't, don't give up. And so good. Um, yeah. So good. Okay. One more thing I want to touch on that you do such a great job of um, in the book is just the whole thing of balancing all the fun and even commercial side of Christmas with the, the Christ centered part, because personally I do enjoy all the fun, the lights, the music, yes. the the Hallmark Christmas movies. Did I just say that out loud? I do. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. actually love all that, but I want so much for the main thing to be Christ always. And so do you have any tips on that? Huh. <laughs> or maybe just we need to just acknowledge I mean, that. That is, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that what I would suggest is to use books and to use mm-hmm. an Advent tradition with books because, you know, I, ones I enjoy as an adult, um, I like the uh, Asherita's Unwrapping yes. the Names of Jesus, so totally. gospel-centered. And then I love Ann Voskamp's The Greatest Gift. It gets me every time. Like those are, they're very well done. So that, making that decision to say I'm sitting down every day and reading it is a huge mm-hmm. mindset shift. Totally. And so then again, again, to implement that for your kids, um, if you have really little kids, you know, you can, there's plenty of Advent reading plans with the Jesus Storybook Bible where you start, it tells you where to start, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say use, use reading and, and, um, also, you know, even with, with scripture, um, to find a reading plan again, just Google it. There's so much, but I don't know. That's a good start, right? Well, I think so. And I think what you said is so true that if we are doing our part, you know, Mm -hmm. starting our days with the right focus, then it's just going to spill over. It's just an automatic thing that it's going to be on our mind. It's going to be in our conversation and it's just going to help. So definitely Mm -hmm. good stuff. 
Back to books, you mentioned a book that you like to read for Christmas that I had sitting right next to me while I was looking over your book, and it's The Light at Turn Rock. Is that what it's called? Yes. And I'm so excited because, well, I have read it to my older boys, but this year Levi and I are reading it, and I love how that inspired you to talk about cleaning for Jesus. So talk to us about that. Oh, well, it is just a darling book, and I would say... I mean, I think it's appropriate for most kids who could handle a read aloud, don't you? Like it's it is. Yes, it's not easy. like a, a um, what do you call? Like not like chapter. a picture book. It's it's book, just yeah. a short chapter book. Yeah. Um. So yes, I discovered it through um the homeschool curriculum that we had been using, Sunlight, and <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's just me because I had my mom read it last year, and she was kind of like, huh, you know. I- <laughs> Well, what's funny is I didn't remember it being about Christmas, but then once you mentioned that, I was like, oh yeah, it does have the Christmas theme. So anyway, the, without spoiling the the whole thing, a boy and his aunt, um, end up, uh, hanging out at a lighthouse over the Christmas season. And, um, they dedicate themselves to cleaning the place as well as they possibly can for Jesus. Mm. And so, um, that has become another one of our traditions to clean for Jesus, which I kind of said it the first time as a joke, like, Oh, I'm going to get these kids to clean, like, (laughs) (laughs) which they totally fell for. But, um, but then I really do think it is meaningful. And I say, I remember how I said it in the book, like, yes, Jesus would come to a house that had grime in around the toilet ring, like for sure. But there's something really special about preparing our hearts Mm -hmm. and our home. Yeah. And also, you know, you often have company coming. And so just like preparing the, that your yes. space to be hospitable, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it was really powerful. So we kind of do that the week before Christmas and I just get them all on board. Like we're going to clean for Jesus and get this house sparkling clean for Jesus. And I mean, it's kind of worked so far. I don't know when <laughs> I love that. they're going to be like, oh, mom, we're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that used to work, mom. No, yeah. but I do think that it's so good because it just gives you that perspective shift again where you're thinking about preparing, you're thinking about the advent, you're thinking about Jesus's arrival and um cleaning your hearts and your home and I think even as I get my Christmas stuff out, I want to start with a fresh clean house. So I think that's something we can use. Oh, that's you're right. I'm glad you said it that way cuz that's what I did. We did it before we got out the decorations. I think right. that's what we did. And that's so yes. smart. <laughs> right. And they're and they're motivated cuz they're so excited to get everything out that they'll, yes. they'll do the work they need to do. Oh, I love that. Well, guys, we will be linking to where you can find Memory Making Mom, and there are more ideas for Christmas. And again, um, I think people are going to find lots of encouragement and other things for the entire year, good stuff for Lent and um, just the whole year. So this book is just packed. Um, is there anything else related to Christmas in the book that you want to touch on? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, um, we've touched on a lot. And as you said, um, there's just so many different ways you can make memories throughout the year, like Mm -hmm. different topics that I even brought up, like sickness or vacations, you know, Mm -hmm. with that same mindset of the whole theme that it's worth it. It is. It's worth it. It's not too late. You can start where you are and here's some practical ideas. So Yes. Well, what I love is that 
it, it doesn't have to be complicated. Some of the best memories I think we make with our kids are really simple ones. They just take a moment of intentionality, like, okay, here we are. It's, you know, seven o'clock. We could either have another ho-hum night and go through the motions. Or what if we say, hey, let's spend 15 minutes just singing a Christmas carol together and praying. Or let's read, you know, a Christmas story. Let's do something. And the more you just say, let's just do it. And it takes a little initiative. It's not sometimes, you know, it's hard to motivate when you're tired, but those are the things kids remember. And like I said, with my son in college and my other son who's 18 now, they have both shared looking back that their favorite memories are not the stuff they got. It's not about the material, anything. It's all the fun things we've done as a family. And if anything, it makes me look back and think, oh, I wish I had focused more on that and worried a lot less about all the other stuff. So, yeah, you said that so well. And I just always think to myself, like, when I, at the end of the day, when I lay my head on the pillow, the moments that I'm proudest of, that mm. I'm glad are like playing that board game when I really did not yep. want to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. Playing, you know, listening to their story and like really paying attention. It's not, you know, checking my email again, even though I really just pretty much checked it. <laughs> exactly. You know, vacuuming so the true. stairs. Like it's those times that I invest in my kids. Those are the moments that I think, oh, I'm so glad that I did that. Yes. <laughs> Even though it yes. wasn't fun in the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you. I'm inspired and I'm really excited to make some great memories this Christmas season. So two more quick questions for you. What is your family's favorite Christmas movie since we're in the okay. movie? Yes. I, <sighs> so we're divided. We're divided yes. households. That's all right. <laughs> I was right. We are watching America. I mean, uh, it's a wonderful life. It's the best movie in the entire world. And they do like it. Okay. But yeah. they are most excited about watching Elf, which I'm like, maybe mm. once a year we will watch it. It, it really just kind of bothers me. And <laughs> all the syrup on the, like the whole thing is just <laughs> the belch. That... <laughs> yes. Yes. No, but you cannot go Christmas season without watching the Elf. It's just I, kind of required. <laughs> yeah. So but I'm I agree say, though record it's a wonderful life <laughs> somehow I didn't watch it's a wonderful life until was it last year the year before I don't know how it took me so long but I agree that is just the best it's so good in yeah. fact I think there's an adventures in odyssey story really? that f is basically the same but you know with their characters and it was really really compelling I loved it so I'm gonna think we have that one yeah, it was so good. I will link to that in the show notes if I can remember what it was called. Okay, so good. And then finally, I like to wrap up by asking you if you could give one piece of wisdom to a younger Jessica, if you, you could go back and speak to yourself when you were just starting off having these kids, what would you say? Oh, I mean, I still feel like I'm so young and still learning all right. this, but um I was so, and I mean, I still kind of am honestly just really anxious about everything. Mm -hmm. And I guess I would just, um, like so many of the concerns that I had were probably all of them, honestly, were, yeah. weren't anything. Right. And God was so faithful. And, uh -huh. um, even the, the moments that were scary, um, which like, for example, that I talk about at the beginning of the book with my son, mm -hmm. um, he, he was there and he carried us through and yeah. was just so good and so faithful. Mm -hmm. And I say that, and I feel like I still need to tell myself that because even though 
he's been so good. I just still worry and mm. fret and think, but maybe this time, you know, yeah. um, right. but he's always been so good. So I guess I would just say to, um, hand over my worries and know that he will carry them. Right. So good. Such a good reminder. And it's crazy how we are that we can learn that over and over and then still struggle to trust. But, um, his track record is perfect. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I love that. So good, Jessica. Well, um, why don't you tell everyone if they want to just track you down and find you, of course, I'll link to everything in the show notes, but tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Where do you hang out and how Mm -hmm. they can connect with you? Yeah. So, um, I'm on Instagram at jessica.smart. Smart has two T's mm-hmm. and, um, I do have a blog smarter with two T's each day.com. And, that. um, yeah. So the book is, I said that the book is on Amazon memory making mom. And then the second one coming soon. <laughs> so good. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you for inspiring me and I'll be sure to link to you. I hope everyone can get their hands on your book before the holidays, but if not, it's also a great gift. So maybe it would be <laughs> consider giving that as a gift to somebody for Christmas. So thank you, Jessica, so much for being here and we'll be sure to have you back on. That would be awesome. Thank you, Monica. All right. Take care. Aloha. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I hope you are walking away feeling inspired, encouraged, and uh, a little less overwhelmed with the idea of being a memory-making mom. Okay, so of course, there will be links to everything we talked about over in show notes. And today, you can find show notes at monicaswanson.com forward slash Jessica dash smart. And that is S-M-A-R-T-T. Okay, so again, hope you've been encouraged. If you are not on my weekly email list, please Take a moment to leave your name and email address at monicaswanson.com forward slash subscribe. I send out an email each week with the most recent podcast episode and anything new, but mostly once a month, I share some fun links, encouragement, usually something funny. And that is a special way I take good care of my email subscribers. So again, monicaswanson.com forward slash subscribe. And I will look forward to serving you well over there and I will never share your email address. So no worries. Okay. So guys, we've got this. We're going to get through the holidays with joy and peace, and we're going to do it together. So keep coming back. We've got great episodes for you the rest of this month and look forward to doing life alongside all of you. So God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.